Panther family, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Iowa State Podcast. I'm your host, Mac, and I'm beyond excited to have the guy on that I do tonight. Because not only is this guy a new Panther this year, but he's also helping our Panthers get off to the best start in program history at a 5-1 record. And that is actually Mr. Ty G. Leach. He's one of our starting safeties. Uh, is actually second in the team on tackles right now and has a very key interception and is just playing super well for us. And as I mentioned, helping us get to that 5-1 record. So I'm super excited to talk to Mr. Leach uh, in the middle of the season like this. Taiji, I know I thanked you off air, but I'll go ahead and thank you again. Because as I mentioned, I know it's got to be a little hectic right now. Uh, filming this on Thursday afternoon, guys, he's got a, he's got a game in 48 hours. So um, I'm incredibly grateful for you giving me some time like that. Appreciate you for having me. Of course, of course. Um, so, yeah, man, this, this first question is a question that everybody gets here on the show. Um, and my listeners have heard me say this in the past with, with these transfer athletes. I, I really love hearing your guys' answer because you were a student athlete somewhere else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I know it hasn't been too long yet, but what would you say has been your favorite overall part of being a student athlete at Georgia State as opposed to maybe a Lehigh? Um, well, I would say both programs definitely was uh, very welcoming. But here being at Georgia State, being a grad transfer, uh, it's kind of it's kind of different, a different type of welcoming. Uh, people know that you're bringing in transfers to help the program out immediately. So uh, even though there's competition being built between the the transfers and the, the people who are already there, it's still very welcoming, still very helpful and uh, and very bonding. So that was probably my, my favorite thing about being at Georgia State Athlete so far is just the support and the love that we got one for another. I love it, man. I love it. So it came in and it didn't feel too uh, too foreign because everybody was being – being nice and supportive. So I love hearing that, man. Yeah. Um, again, I know it hasn't been too long, but a little second part of this question. Uh, what has been your your favorite memory so far? Has there been like a specific practice or, you know, maybe a, a road trip at, at, at some point that, you know, you're like, man, that just was too much fun. Yeah, I, I have a couple. So my <laughs> uh, my first one was probably the the conditioning test here. Uh, it's the our strength coach, uh, Coach Mike's first season being with the, the the Panthers, and the conditioning test was one like no other like they had before. So that's probably my first uh, memory. There's just so much like built up anxiety from it, knowing that we're running 27 half gassers. So like going out there at seven o'clock at night and stepping on the line where everybody like getting ready to run it, just like remembering how like nerve wracking it was. That's probably was my first like clear memory and getting through it uh, together as one and just like knowing it's like dang like we just got through this. It's crazy. That's probably my first uh, favorite memory. My second one is probably was during camp. Uh, first day of pads during camp. And uh, I remember we got in, uh, inside run, our first hitting drill, inside run. And uh, I seen John Trey Hunter put the pads on somebody for like the first first uh, first play uh, practice. And I'm like, dang, that was like my wake up call. Like, dang, like I'm here. <laughs> so that's that probably, probably my second favorite memory. And then uh, my third was probably my first one as a Georgia State Panther. Uh, I love that moment, uh, just being able to like have that first win, start the season off on, on a bang, just uh, something I won't forget. Oh, yeah. And no, man, that that first win coming against Rhode Island, uh, I, could, I I saw in your 24-7 profile, I, I believe Rhode Island even recruited you out of high school. So that must have been yeah, kind of cool <laughs> to have that full circle moment like that. So that's cool, man. Definitely. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, cool, man. Thank you for sharing that. So uh, we'll uh, – We'll now go down the timeline a little bit more back to the beginning of Mr. Ty G. Leach's time here. Uh, you were born and raised in the Philadelphia metropolitan area and actually started your collegiate career just north of Philly uh, at Lehigh University, as I mentioned, um, and obviously have have come down to Georgia State since. So 
just curious, what ultimately made you decide to come down south to finish your studies and athletic career at Georgia State? So it's funny how you said full circle moment with Rhode Island. I was actually born here in Atlanta. I was born in East Point, Atlanta. So uh, this kind of was full circle coming for me. Uh, I know when I got that offer from Georgia State, I just knew it was kind of like something special about it. Uh, me giving an opportunity to come back to where I was born at to play my last year of college football. Uh, so I was, I was born down here in Atlanta, but I moved straight up to the Philadelphia area like when I was one month old. So I never got to live down here. Uh, both of my parents are from down south. They're both from Miami, Florida. So I'm kind of closer to uh, my other side of the family who still lives in the south. So it's been giving me the opportunity to get closer to them while being down here. And uh, what really brought me down here was just uh, kind of the special opportunity. Uh, it was the first FBS program to believe in me and, and offer me. So I felt as though I'm, I'm big on like loyalty. They showed me love. So I felt as though this, this was the uh, per perfect place for me. And uh, I built the bond with Coach Peoples before I got here. And it's been showing. I love it, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Get get back to your southern roots a little bit. And uh, yeah. you know, and that's, you know, um, you you saying it's the first FBS, FBS school that, that offered you. Well, I know, I know the coaches, Coach Peoples is saying, hey, man, this paid off. This guy is killing it right now. So um, that's that's awesome, man. I, I, I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Um, I, I am curious, though, because uh, I feel like there's got to be at least one difference. What, what would you say is probably the biggest difference between a Philadelphia, North Philly area as opposed to now now being in Atlanta? <laughs> um, it's a lot. I, I, I can say it's very too similar. It's very two similar cities, just one in the north, one in the south. Uh, the biggest thing I had to adjust to was the accents, the, the southern accents of the people on the team. I think the first couple of months here, I had no clue anybody was saying to me. I had to like really like like listen in to what they were trying to say. Uh, but other than that, I'll probably say down here, everybody like has their own hustle. I learned like in the city, like everyone's hustling to get their money. So that's probably the biggest difference I've seen is just uh, the drive, the hustle down here is a, is a little different. Okay. But well, I would say up in Philly, loving your, your sports team is a whole lot different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Philly, it's more professional sports, and down here it's a little more collegiate. You know, UGA is yeah. obviously taking over this state right now. So, um, <laughs> but no, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so, yeah, now, you know, a little segue talking about your time in Philly and your time at Lehigh. You were first team All-State in high school, a three-time first team All-Patriot League at Lehigh. And honestly, are probably very well on your way to be selecting All-Sun Belt at this point. So what would you attribute most to the success that you've had? And what do you think are going to be some personal goals for you by the end of the season? Uh, first and foremost, like God, just uh, keeping faith and just knowing that he has a plan for me and just trusting that plan. But um also, just my teammates were pushing me, uh, both schools. Um, definitely here down at Georgia State, just uh, pushing me to know I could uh, reach my potential, knowing that I could play on this level and, and succeed. Um, and then my coaches, my coaches were trusting in me and putting us in the right the right spots to make the plays that we have to make. Uh, some of my personal goals was to finish. I had, I had, about, I had a, a lot of personal goals for the season, but some of them was finishing top three on the team, and total tackles. Uh, I want to force a certain amount of turnovers uh, and, and takeaways. I want to finish all league, uh, first team, all Sun Belt. That would be a huge one for me. But most importantly, I want to win a conference championship. I didn't have the opportunity to win one at Lehigh, but uh, now like this is my opportunity, my last opportunity to win a conference championship. So that's definitely my main goal uh, for the season. 
Oh yeah, I love it, man. I love it. No, uh, I I knew I knew as I asked you personal goals, I was like, he's going to mention a conference championship, man. You guys, <laughs> every football player I talk to, man, it is one centric mindset when it comes to that, man. You guys, you guys got your eyes on the prize, so I love it, man. I love it. Um, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, I, like I said in my in my question, I, I do think you're well on your way to an all Sun belt selection. So just just keep it up, my man. I see. Um, so, yeah, so now moving on a little bit, uh, you know, for those of my listeners that saw, Ty G actually did the intro for the Troy game, which our social media team is now sending out, you know, on their Instagram page and Twitter and whatnot, these little intros for the game. Ty G actually did it for the Troy game um, and ended up getting an interception in that game, right? Uh, and I, I was there at that game. I was in the press box. It was an incredible play. So I, I, I love hearing about, you know, how it felt on that play. So walk us through that play. And and how did it feel throughout the entire thing? Did 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 you think you were in bounds when you came down? And you know, obviously, since you were in bounds, like how were you able to be running full speed like that, catch it, stop, get one foot down? I I got to hear it, man. What 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 was going through Ty, Ty G's mind on that play? So the moment felt kind of unreal. Like getting your first interception of the season, I always feel unreal at that moment. It's kind of like like dang, did this just happen? But uh, it was just a simple cover, too, uh, a drill that we work every day, every especially every Friday with Coach Peoples. We have a, a thing called County Fair, and it's straight ball drills on Friday practices. And that that exact moment is what we practice every Friday, sweeping out the half and catching the ball on the sideline, keeping your feet in. So it's kind of like it, it was muscle memory when it happened. But when I first called it, I wasn't sure if I was in bounds. So the first thing I, I did was look at the ref to make sure, like, was it a catch? And once he said it was, like, I was already in shock. I didn't really, like, feel real. So I just ran to the other sideline to celebrate with the team. But uh, it definitely was a, a real good moment. It felt good. And it was, like, my first interception to the season. So hoping to get some more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was – where we were in the press box, like, you, we were on that sideline. So I couldn't see until the replay came up. And I was like, oh, he got that. He got yeah. that. So <laughs> it, was, uh, it was an awesome play. Um, obviously – could have would have would have hoped you know the the end result was a little bit better but hey man I said it to to coach Elliott after the game I was like can't be too upset with four and one you know what I mean so mm-hmm. um but that's that's awesome man um is that is that at all a sample of what we can expect to see from you during the second half of the season I know you said you're one of first more for some more turnovers is that are you going to be on that ball hawking status for the rest of the rest of the season Definitely, for sure. I think the whole DB room is uh is looking forward to getting a couple more interceptions for the rest of the season. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Once once we get Bright Keys back too, man, get get even more strength out there. It'll be mm-hmm. great. It'll be great. Definitely. Um, cool. So yeah, mo- moving on a little bit, man. I, I mentioned uh, in your intro that you are currently tied for second on the team in total tackles, uh, but you're also tied for third in tackles for loss, and you're all doing this at the safety position. Um, so I, I, I got to hear, man, explain your mentality behind this style of play, this, you know, a, a defensive back who will get in there and make tackles and stop the run game and things like that. Um, kind of explain the mentality behind this style of play and, and what it means to you. Uh, so I was taught in high school. First thing I was taught in high school playing defense is, uh, it's called stay in the frame. So whenever you want to, like, whenever you're watching film, like, you should always be in that frame of the play. So that's, like, my first mentality. And we hone it a lot in practice, uh, no loafing, get to the ball. So that's, like, my first step, just getting to the ball as fast as I can with, like, bad intentions. And then when you get to the ball, it's just, uh, you don't want to, you don't want to be hit by a 200-pound running back or a receiver at full speed. So, like, hit before they hit you. Uh, And then it's just my teammates on defense, they play fast and physical, too, so – 
if if you don't want to get hit by them, you better beat them to the ball, uh, beat the hammer, not the nail, and you don't have to worry about your teammates trying to hit the running back or the ball carrier before hitting you because you're in the way. So it's kind of that kill or be killed mentality uh, playing like that. And then uh, just showing uh, uh, just showing a lot of people think DBs are scared to hit and uh, just showing people that I'm not scared to hit uh, and, and punishing them so they don't want to come near me again the rest of the game. I love setting it. that tone. I love it, man. Definitely setting that tone. Definitely setting that tone. And you know what? Like you said, man, that's glad you said it. I don't want to say it, but you're like most DBs, you know, we're, we've known to not want to tackle people. So um, <laughs> I, I I love it. You get in there. So I, I, I do got to say before we get on the next question, as a guy who has made every type of tackle out there at this point, what kind of tackle do you enjoy doing most, man? Is it like an open field tackle where you're the only guy who can get them and you're like, man, I just I just stopped a touchdown basically. Or is it just a tackle for loss or maybe a gang tackle or something like that? What what's what's your favorite kind of kind of hit? I'd probably say the the TFL is definitely because uh, most of them are coming from blitzes, mm-hmm. and to be able to like hit home on the blitz, the old lineman don't see you get in the backfield or you be the old lineman make that tackle. I definitely feel real good. So probably a TFL or just a big hit, and you know it's a big hit when you hear the crowd. So those are probably my my two favorite those hits that make the crowd the crowd cheer for real. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, nah, man, when you make that big hit, get the crowd inside, you feel that energy, you know, rising on, mm. on the sideline. It's it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Um, so, yeah, as as I said at the beginning of the, the episode, Panthers are currently sitting at our best start in program history at, at, at a record of five and one. Um, and thanks to guys like you. Uh, so have there been any changes within the locker room with the second half of the season looming? Or is everybody kind of just sticking to the script from the beginning of the season and just, you know, continuing to march forward. I believe everybody definitely sticking to the script. Uh, we always hope, uh, hold on, uh, starting fast, finishing strong. And I, I think that's what the mindset is within the locker room, just staying focused on, on our goal. Uh, we we set a goal at the beginning of the year. And we make sure we're going to get that goal, uh, no matter how we're feeling at the moment or what's in the way. So I think everybody's sticking to the script. Uh, definitely staying humble and uh, staying hungry because we know uh, the season's not over yet and every game counts. Oh yeah, they they're getting just that much more important as as it goes on, man. Um, so yeah, so what what are some things that you're doing as a player? Um, and you know, you can you can speak on some teammates as well. But what what are you guys doing as players to you know keep yourselves focused mentally and physically during a you know long season like this, where it's like you know we're right at the middle of it and we have so much that we can accomplish in front of us. Uh, number one thing is probably taking care of our body, staying healthy. So uh, going going to get that extra treatment, taking that extra time out to, to get ready for practice or after practice, recovering, uh, getting your meals in, hydrating. That's probably the number one thing for, for all the players because you know it's a long season, so you got to take care of your body. If you don't, you're not going to make it through the season. Uh, other than that, just uh, making sure we're staying in the playbook, uh, you know, a game plan, things to get a little complicated or a little tweak here and there. Uh, just got to make sure you're holding in, in your playbook. Uh, get down to basics so you're able to adjust like when it's time to uh, it's probably the, the main two things uh mental and physical taking care of your body take care of the playbook i love it man i love it no it's uh you know it's a, it's a long grind but i i know you guys can do it for sure um oh yeah uh so with um as i said you know we got six games remaining we're, we're sitting at five and one five of those remaining six games are against conference foes with three of them being on the road and one of them being against a school I will not name. Um, so with with all these big games coming up, how do you feel the team is approaching this final stretch? And 
what do you guys think you will need to do other other than winning to make sure that this not only starts but finishes as the best season in Georgia State football history? Uh, so like Coach Elliott said to, to the team the other day, the Sun Belt runs through us, runs through Center Park Stadium. So like we control our own destiny, not the teams that we're playing, not uh, the stadiums that we're playing in. Uh, us ourselves, we control our destiny. So focusing on ourselves, fixing the things that we have to fix, getting better every day, and, and continue to take those steps forward. We can't afford to take step backwards uh, at this point in the season. So continue to progress forward and uh, getting better every day. I love it. I love it, man. I'm I'm so pumped for this for for this for this stretch, man. I I I'm I told people we were going to shock some people going into this season, and now they're all looking at me like, "What did this guy know that we don't?" And it's like, "I told you, man. I told you." So I'm 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 pumped, man. I'm pumped. Uh, well, cool, Ty G. We will get you out of here on this question. Uh, so so not too much longer here. This is again a question that everybody gets. Uh, mm. Seems to be one that a lot of my guests really enjoy. So I'm, I'm definitely excited to hear what you got to say on this one. So I will uh, kind of paint the scenario for you, paint the picture for you. The whole team is on the bus, coaches included. Um, and you got the aux cord for the next three hours. You're going to be the one controlling the music, the podcast, whatever, whatever everybody's going to be listening to. Uh, so what what is Ty G. Leach going to be having on, on the playlist that day for for the whole team? Uh, it's definitely a lot of Rod Wave. I love listening to Rod Wave. Okay. Uh, okay. Gotta play Rod Wave just for the vibes. Uh, so I, I get out like the first hour of the bus ride and then next to, just to get people ready for the game, I'll probably put on some like uh, Lil Dirk, G Herbo. And since we're in Atlanta, I gotta play Lil Baby. Okay. I love it, man. Start with Rod Wave, get set everything in perspective. You know, everybody realize like what's truly important here and then. Last hour, get get pumped up with some G Herbo, a little Dirk, and and uh, a little baby too. I love it, man. I love it. And then I definitely gotta let them know who's on Ox. So I gotta put that Meek Mill on too. Okay, okay. Dreams and nightmares, man. Hey, I, <laughs> you know, not even not even a Philly fan, but that's that's a song that you know that that song to get pumped, get you pumped up. I don't know what will. So, uh, I love it, man. I love it. Uh, well, good deal, man. Like I said, I'll let you get out of here on this one. Uh, I know you you got to be getting ready for this game here right around the corner. Uh, going to get us to six and one. I feel it. I feel it. It's coming. Um, but before I let you go, man, just want to thank you again for giving me some time. Uh, you guys are doing such incredible things, not only for uh, this this program and this university, but even the whole city, man. So I'm just incredibly proud to be even somewhat associated with it. So I, I uh, just just know you guys are going to keep it up and, and can't, can't wait to see what happens. Appreciate you for having me on today. Of course, man. Of course. All right, Panther family. I'll see you guys on the next one.